I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Well, I have some important information for gun owners that own Glock 43X pistols. Now, the Glock 43X pistol is a 9mm Glock handgun, very popular in states like New Jersey because it is a compact, slimline frame, and it has supposedly a 10-round magazine capacity. And New Jersey has a magazine prohibition for any magazine over 10 rounds. And New Jersey is not the only state that has 10-round limitations. Uh, a number of states are denying individuals their Second Amendment rights in limiting how many rounds they can have. The states have arbitrarily determined how many rounds your life is worth, and New Jersey is one of them. So 10 rounds is the limit in New Jersey. Now, the reason I'm mentioning the Glock 43X is because it has come to my attention, and I have, in fact, confirmed it with Glock, that the 43X Glock pistol magazines, specifically those manufactured prior to September, actually can hold 11 rounds. That's right. 11, in case you need a little help there, is more than 10. And any magazine in New Jersey that holds more than 10 is prohibited under Murphy's standard capacity magazine ban. And it is a felony level offense to possess a magazine that holds over 10 rounds. Now, the Glock magazine, you know, down the back of the mag, it, of course, numbers 1 to 10, and Glock uh, sold it as a 10-round uh, mag, and I don't know, thousands of individuals have purchased the gun and the mag as a 10-round mag, but nonetheless, you can squeeze in an 11th round, and although it is tight, it will take it, and the gun will function, and this was verified. I called Glock about it. I got their technical guys, and they said, yes, in September, thereabouts, they modified and fixed their magazine so that it truly only holds 10. So they actually did change the magazine because they recognized that it could hold 11, something about the springs or some technical thing, but they have changed it so that the newer Glock 43X magazines uh, supposedly strictly only hold 10. But if you purchased your gun prior to September, or maybe even after September, but it was an older gun that was prior to when Glock initiated their uh, product changes, 
then you have a magazine that is essentially a felony level offense in your possession. And what you're looking at is up to 10 years in state's prison in New Jersey for your possession. Possession of a large capacity magazine, which is defined as any box tube container or drum, which can fire continuously and directly into a semi-automatic firearm more than 10 rounds. And under 2C39-3 of NJS, the New Jersey statutes, under 2C39-3, under subsection J, it says any person who knowingly has in possession a large capacity magazine is guilty of a crime of the fourth degree. Fourth degree is up to 18 months in state's prison for possessing it. And it doesn't matter what the magazine says it holds. What matters is what it actually holds. So if you have a Glock 43X, I'd strongly suggest checking to see if your magazine holds more than 10, because if so, you have a problem. As a matter of fact, you need to make sure that any magazines you have don't hold more than 10. But apparently, the Glock 43X has this as an understood issue. Now, let me tell you, it doesn't just end with possession. Because I'm sure some of you are saying, well, what can I do with it? Well, let me tell you, New Jersey also has a statute under NJS 2C 39-9. And under 39-9, subsection H, it says, get ready for this, folks, large capacity ammunition magazines. Any person who manufactures, causes to be manufactures, transports, ships, sells, or disposes of a large capacity magazine is guilty of a crime of the fourth degree. So not only is it unlawful for you to possess the magazine, it's unlawful for you to transport the magazine. It's also unlawful for you to ship the magazine, such as back to Glock. See what I'm saying? It's also unlawful for you to sell it. It's also unlawful for you to get rid of it because you can't dispose of it. And if you destroy it, that's arguably destroying evidence even. So they don't leave you with much options, do they, in New Jersey when they ban all of this? And you end up with a magazine that is prohibited and can not only turn you into a felon, essentially losing your gun rights and having a per se disqualifier by having that conviction, but also facing substantial state prison time for it. Now, it does not only apply to New Jersey because there are other states that have 10-round bans as well. So if you are in any of those states listening to Gun Lawyer, you better be careful and beware as well because uh, this is a serious problem. And I know that what you're asking and thinking is, okay, if I have one of these, what do I do? What can I do? You just made it clear, Evan, that uh, I, can't, I can't possess it. I can't get rid of it. I can't transport. What do I do? Well, the only thing arguably out there that you can do legally speaking is found under NJS 2C39-12, which is a voluntary surrender. New Jersey does have 
a provision that allows for voluntary surrender so you can get immunity. Now, what voluntary surrender says under 2C3912 is that no person shall be convicted of an offense under this chapter for possessing any firearms, weapons, destructive devices, large capacity magazines, so that's actually included in the voluntary surrender statute, silencers or explosives if, after given written notice of his intention to do so, including the proposed date and time of surrender, he voluntarily surrenders the weapon, device, instrument, or substance in question to the superintendent or chief of police in the municipality in which he resides, provided that the required notice is received by the superintendent or chief of police before any charges have been made or complaints filed against such person for the unlawful possession of the weapon, device, instrument, or substance in question and before any investigation has been commenced by any law enforcement agency concerning the unlawful possession. It says, nothing in this section shall be construed as granting immunity from prosecution for any crime or offense except that of unlawful possession of such weapons, devices, instruments, substance surrendered as herein provided. Now, of course, that creates a problem. Because if you're sending the notice that you're going to surrender and you're going to do the voluntary surrender and you give and you follow along with that, how do you get it to the chief of police or the superintendent without transporting it? Because transport is a separate offense under 39.9 as opposed to possession, which is the offense found under 39.3. It doesn't explain that. It also doesn't explain how voluntary surrender isn't a disposition. But I'm assuming that if you're voluntarily surrendering it, that built into the understanding of this statute is that you had to get it there and you have to dispose of it and therefore transport it and turn it in and... In my experience with voluntary surrender, where we've done that on various items, I've never had anybody charged with the other offenses that relate to the possession, such as transport or disposal, etc. But you can still be prosecuted for sure if the magazine is somehow related to some other crime, that's for sure. So if you, uh, you know, robbed a 7-Eleven with your large capacity magazine, uh, you don't get immunity for that if you surrender the magazine, obviously. But this is the only solution at all, and it's not a perfect one, and there's still risk involved in exercising it. But uh, across the board, even from unfortunately the unknowing sale of the magazine to you by the dealer i mean this is just a mess when a manufacturer does not properly make their product and it can have criminal ramifications on individuals here in new jersey uh really is not too sympathetic to gun owners. I mean, sure, here there's a lot of mitigation. You didn't know it. It was marketed as a 10-round. That's what you thought it was, what the dealer thought it was. It's what everybody thought it was, and it wasn't. I think those are really great arguments to make.
But if they want to bust your balls, you know they will. So beware, be careful, but at least you're alerted to this issue with the Glock 43X magazine. And if you can get your hands on new ones that only hold strictly the 10 rounds, then that, of course, would be the magazine you'd want to have. Your gun is not prohibited. Just the magazine is prohibited. And this has not been um, put out there in the ether. I didn't see any announcements about this anywhere else. But I'm telling you, and like I said, I confirmed with Glock the product change that had to be done. So beware. Don't end up inadvertently causing all kinds of trouble and ending up with a gofu on your hands from a Glock 43X magazine. That's for sure. Hey, let me tell you about We Shoot. And the reason I want to mention We Shoot is because, you know, this podcast is really important because I'm able to get great information out and warn my listeners about the dangers so you don't become wrapped up in the criminal injustice system. And uh, additionally, we see these other media outlets giving a hard time. And We Shoot has been given a hard time by fascist book, which some of you may call uh, Facebook, but I prefer to call them fascist book because that's how they act when it comes to First Amendment and such. And so they uh, tried to close down and shut down We Shoot's great Facebook page, even though We Shoot is 100% within the guidelines, the very guidelines from Meta or Fascist Books web page where they spell out the rules. And the rules say very carefully when you, you cannot post things regarding firearms such as attempts to buy, sell, trade, firearm parts, ammunition, explosives, or lethal enhancements, except when posted by a page, a group, or Instagram profile representing legitimate brick-and-mortar entities, including retail businesses, websites, brands, or government agencies, or a private individual sharing content on behalf of a legitimate brick-and-mortar entity. Well, that's exactly what we shoot is. Does that stop Fascist Book from shutting them down and trying to stop you from learning about We Shoot and visiting their page? It is outrageous. And this is what we're dealing with when we deal with these mega companies that are controlling speech and attempting to do so. Now, the good news is that, in fact, um, they were able to get a new arrangement with Facebook, and Facebook finally, again, allowed them to uh, post. And if you want to see the beautiful photography and everything about We Shoot, you can go to their new Facebook page, which is weshoot.lkwd. So it's weshoot, W-E-S-H-O-O-T, dot, L-K-W-D, 
obviously short for Lakewood, because they are located in the fine town of Lakewood, which is very accessible from the parkway. They're a great resource. They're a great range and uh, fantastic training. That's where I got my training and my brother got his training and my son got his training and we all got our certificates so we could get our carries, etc. In fact, I got my carry and I am happy to say that it went very smoothly. And actually, I'll give a shout out to the state police who did an excellent job. Uh, I'm uh, impressed how far we have come. You know, the state police are professional and they have done a really good job here as we have shall issue carry now in Jersey. And it is really something to even be able to say that and have a carry. Now, of course, uh, Murphy and company has tried to do everything they can to make our carry permit worthless, worthless by limiting where we can carry. But the state association has been aggressively litigating that. And we'll talk about the state association in a moment. So we shoot Stu webpage, check it out. And their Instagram handle is at we shoot underscore experience. So you can check out we shoot all about their great service, their great range. They just treat you like family. Absolutely check it out and give them the support as we battle, not just for Second Amendment rights, but for First Amendment rights as well as they try to shut us down and shut us up. So we have to fight back and show our support. Now, speaking of the association, the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, they're our advocate in New Jersey. They are standing on guard right up front in the legislature, protecting our rights. They are absolutely uh, making phenomenal progress, litigating against the absurd gun laws in New Jersey, including the assault firearm ban, so-called assault firearm, you know, really it's a modern sporting rifles, and the standard capacity magazine ban, which we know legally they actually call a large capacity magazine. Oh, it's so large. It might be 11 rounds instead of 10. And so that's going on, and hopefully we'll see the death of those absurd laws that only affect law-abiding citizens. But until then, you have to be careful. You don't become a victim of New Jersey gun laws. You don't want to be a go-fu, that's for sure. So be careful. And the association can help you not get in trouble, can help you fight for our rights. They are the group that you really need to belong to. You need to be a member, be part of the solution. Now, the state association has endorsed for the NRA board their leader, who is Scott Bach. Scott Bach is also a friend of mine for many, many years. He is high-integrity guy, and he has done great work. And look how far New Jersey has come in this huge fight that we've had over all these years. And Scott has steered the ship of the state association so well. 
and has been able to accomplish amazing things under the most dire circumstances. And Scott has been critical in helping to get attention, money, funding, all kinds of great efforts done in New Jersey through his position on the NRA board and as our uh, executive director of the association. So uh, when the ballot, if you're an NRA member, you will see that the ballot has come in. Please vote for Scott Bach. He will protect our interests in New Jersey, as he has done for years. He is high integrity. We all know NRA has had problems. It's been in the news. Scott is not anyone involved in those problems in which individuals have been uh, uh, prosecuted, etc., civilly, gone after, not criminally, but civilly. And you'll see that now, more than ever, with the changes that have taken place at NRA, in part, large part because of what happened in New York, now more than ever, we need someone there for New Jersey, such as Scott Bach, looking out for our interests and helping to get NRA back on track as it should be and back to its original status as the premier gun rights and civil rights organization in the country and get beyond this, uh, this uh, sad experience that has been going on. So make sure on your NRA ballot, if you're a voting member, to vote for Scott Bach and uh, help keep him in a position to keep fighting for our rights and for New Jersey. And of course, let me now take a moment to shamelessly plug my book, New Jersey Gun Law. It's the Bible of New Jersey gun law. It's used by, hey, it's used by the New Jersey State Police Firearms Unit even. I confirmed that myself, speaking with them. And it's used by attorneys and judges, and more importantly, used by everyday gun owners so that they can navigate the extraordinarily complex area of New Jersey gun laws because it's a book that's over 500 pages and has 120 topics, and I did it in question and answer to try to make it so it's very user-friendly. It's a labor of love, folks. It's in the 25th anniversary edition. You can go to evannappin.com. It's my website, evannappin.com. Strangely, it has my name. I don't know how that happened, but it's evannappin.com. And you can order the big orange book there. You'll be glad you did. And on the front cover, there's a QR code. Scan it. Scan that code so that you will for free. How how many things are free, right? This is absolutely for free. Subscriber database, 100% free. You get the updates, the law updates. You get access to the archives for any other updates and postings and attorney general opinions and all that great stuff, all free. The book stays current. So order your copy today. Now, let me tell you about an announcement from the New Jersey Attorney General. The New Jersey Attorney General, they're so proud to announce that based on both Live fire testing results and existing peer review studies, micro-stamping technology is a viable means of matching an expended cartridge case 
to the weapon from which it was to start. Isn't this amazing that now they have micro-stamping technology? Why does this matter? Why is this so important? What is really going on here? Well, first of all, what's micro-stamping? Boy, that sounds so cool. Micro-stamping. What micro-stamping does is it, quote, enables a firearm so it has unique markings engraved on the firing pin. And every time it's fired, the expended cases have this marking. So you can match the cartridge case to the gun that was at the crime scene when they find the spent shells at the crime scene. Isn't that awesome? It's not like they can't do it anyway. But, hey, this now is going to positively ID with that firing pin marking because of the shell casings left there, which hopefully nobody ever uses a revolver, which doesn't leave shell casings. Oh, and of course, how does it work? It works with a firing pin. The firing pin puts that old stamparoo right on there. Remember we had that micro-stamping, what fun things we want to have listed on our stamp? Well, here it is. And of course, micro-stamping with a firing pin. I mean, nobody could ever change a firing pin in a gun. How do you do that? I don't know. Yeah, right. That's real hard. Real hard to do. Uh huh. Make sure that has them. What's really going on here, folks? Well, what's really going on is with this technology out there, they're now asking for the industry here. This, this, this technology gives law enforcement innovative tool to identify crime guns and bring perpetrators to justice. Bring those perpetrators to justice. Now they have this certified technology. It's viable. The Attorney General's urging manufacturers to adopt micro-stamping technology in their production facilities and apply for placement on New Jersey's micro-stamping-enabled firearms roster. Do-do-do! Get on Jersey's roster! Why get on Jersey's roster? Because New Jersey's micro-stamping law says once those guns are on the roster, every retail dealer has to have at least one of these magical firearms to sell to the public. Mandates every dealer to have at least one. Now, why in the hell would anyone want one of these? I have no clue. Nobody's going to want these. Why do you want that? So that someone can pick up your brass at the range and have it ID'd to you by a micro-stamping? Is that why you want it? Or do you, do you want it so that, uh, you know, you can maybe claim your brass at the range? Hey, that's my brass. It's micro-stamped to me. Hand it over. I don't know. Who wants this? Who wants this? No, I'll tell you why they want it. They want it because by mandating micro-stamping, and mandating that every dealer sell it, even though nobody wants this product, because if you wanted it, they'd be selling it already. It's called supply, demand, the American way, consumer demand. Guess what? It's not there. Not there at all. Nobody wants this piece of garbage. But New Jersey wants it. New Jersey wants it because they want to make every dealer so that it's out there. So once it's out there, 
And once the roster has these guns on it, then they can mandate that the only gun you can have is a micro-stamping enabled firearm. That's right. And you say, oh, well, how do you, why do you think they do that? I'll tell you, I know for a fact they will do it. How do I know this? Smart gun law. Good old Loretta Weinberg. Her original smart gun law said mandated it as the only gun you could have. The only gun would be a smart gun once the technology was established and that'd be it. And lo and behold, nobody developed it because nobody wanted to be that person, that company with that stigma, wiping out all ability to have other handguns in Jersey. And that was the finest, best pro-gun, anti-gun law ever passed because it laid out their plans by having a mandated smart gun technology. So what did New Jersey do? Under Murphy even. They repealed that smart gun law and then created this other smart gun law that said, oh, once the technology is out there for smart guns and dealers will be required to sell them and have them, we're not mandating it on the public. And they did the same thing with micro-stamping now. We're not mandating it on the public. We just require dealers to offer this fine product for sale to gun owners, of which nobody wants this. And why is that? Because the next step, my friends, the next step is mandating that every gun have micro-stamping technology, that every gun have smart gun technology. This is what their game is. And what is micro-stamping in reality? Severe gun registration. That's what it is. It identifies the make, the model, the gun, etc. And guess what? Registered to who? And this way they get their registration list going even stronger and have the guns linked. And of course, it's silly in what they're saying about it being anything to do with stopping crime. I mean, that's just a joke. However, I'm sure that bad guys, that, that people, evildoers, will find micro-stamping very useful, especially when they break the law, which evildoers do, right? Murderers and killers break the law Right? They don't care about gun laws, right? Because it would be illegal to remove the micro-stamping technology. It's actually illegal to do that. I'm sure that law will have great effect on a person bent on murdering somebody. So let's say this, this, uh, this, this evildoer switches out the firing pin with the micro-stamp, commits the evil deed with the firearm, then switches back the pin with the micro-stamping in it. And when the police find the gun and they check it and they go, oh, this is a micro-stamp technology gun. And the casings found at the scene don't have micro-stamps. They don't match this. Oh, my, this must not be the killer. In other words, it gets used in exactly the opposite way of their grandiose claims. And of course, if you don't like micro-stamping micro technology, I mean, all it takes is a $2 file and micro-stamping goes away anyway, right? The whole thing's stupid.
But changing the firing pin, it's even easier, and anyone can do that. I mean, where is this going? Where is this going? It's absurd. So what we have to do now is not buy a single one of these guns on the roster. And once it is out there, the commercial failure of it should help to limit the production and the eventual imposition of their plan to make it the only gun you can have. It clearly is what they're up to. Don't fall for it. They're proud to announce that they're marching forward with their plan by identifying this viable technology. And don't fall for their games, folks. Be very, very careful. Because that would be this week's GoFu. The GoFu, which is one of the most popular segments on the show, the gun owner fuck up, that's right, where you can learn very cheaply, very expensive lessons that somebody else has learned. And this GoFu ties right into gun registration. You know, New Jersey has voluntary registration of guns. You can voluntarily register your guns if you wish. And there's no reason on earth to do that. It's that simple. You voluntarily register your guns. Well, first of all, why are they not registered? And to do so, you have to mention where you got it and how you got it and the whole bit. So... Voluntary registration is just that, voluntary, and then what it is is self-incrimination. And then after your, quote, voluntary registration, you can be prosecuted very voluntarily by the state. So you don't want to get on databases run by the state concerning guns. You don't want micro-stamped guns. We have to fight registration. Registration leads to confiscation. And worse, the anti-gun plan is plain to see. Just open your eyes. Find out who's got the guns. Get them all identified. And eventually, it will be Roundup Day. And you know they're going to do it. So voluntary registration has uh, proven time and time again to not be wise and, in fact, be a gofu because the registration itself now subjects you to greater scrutiny and harm and the potential inadvertence of creating even more legal problems for yourself. So, folks, anytime anything wants any form of gun registration, you must do everything you can to not comply within the law. And voluntary registration is just that, voluntary. And since it's voluntary, don't volunteer. This is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens.
Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.